Hey there, welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not only your business, but your life. I want to help you improve your mindset and your money. And today, let's talk about the F word. Yes, feedback. Today, we're going to talk about why it's hard to receive feedback, even from those we know care about us. And we're going to be talking about how to receive advice and implement it, not just listen to it, but implement it in a way that makes sense and feels good for you. If you're interested in all that action, stay tuned after this short break and we'll dive straight into it. Hey there, and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to invest in yourself and invest in your personal development. This is a great sign of personal maturity, and I just want to let you know that I'm just so amazed that you are here right now spending your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash that follow, subscribe button, whatever it is, (laughs) wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to receive a lickety And those of you guys who have been listening and be like, yeah, Denise, I heard that. Well, make sure you tell other people about this podcast. That's way we can grow this community and we can have new ideas, new information, and we can help each other because sharing is caring, right? Because we know that we grow through connections. And lastly, if you'd like to learn more about me and get some freebies and anything else that you feel like you need right now in your personal or business life, head on over to denisetlee.com. Check out my confidence tip and the banner of the website or just my rules around and check out some other resources that you know may help you. Okay, I want to make sure I fully support you no matter where you are in life. Let's talk about this idea of feedback and constructive feedback because I think all of us know on some level that we are not an island and that we grow through shared information. And I remember the very first time I felt sucker punch by feedback. And it all starts with me in an interview many, many years ago. And I was intervie- being interviewed by my boss and my boss was telling me, hey, like, tell me something that you are really proud of yourself about or tell me one of your faults and I remember saying I'm a perfectionist and he said oh that's real that's really interesting that you said that because I was looking at your writing sample and there was tons of grammatical errors and some typos and whatnot and he actually pulled it out and showed where with his markings the red ink and I remember my gut sinking. And I remember as he was trying to point out the things that I could have improved or said an active voice and all these things, I started tuning him out. I did not want to hear any of that noise. I didn't want to have anything but Denise, you're awesome and wonderful and praiseworthy. (laughs) Like that's all I wanted to hear. I didn't want to hear anything but that. And I believe that a lot of people are blocking blessings in their lives because even if the feedback is coming from a place of love and helpfulness. We perceive it as a personal attack on ourselves. And I want to let you know that you are not alone in having that feeling where you're just wincing back and avoiding people and situations or things that make you feel uncomfortable and make unmake and make you feel as if you are not worthy. And for a lot of us, if we have been exposed to people 
are situations that were constantly belittling, constantly shaming us, constantly make us feel like a pile of crap, then of course our natural response is to want to run and hide. But here's the flip side. Here's the flip side. What about if you came from a home or a background where you were only praised? You were never criticized. I think about there's a lot of young people, not you, (laughs) but younger people that age 30 and under that grew up in a household where they went completely 180 from their family's uh, mode of parenting where it was more or less spare the rot, spoil the uh, child, and this attitude that you you participation trophy for all and never say anything bad and don't hurt their self-esteem and only praise and only make them feel good and we have raised a generation of emotionally crippled people who cannot tolerate anyone that doesn't say anything that's flattering and i see this all the time now with certain people that just cannot tolerate the idea of working through things that are uncomfortable, working through their pain and taking advice without wanting to tune out or change the subject or in most cases, try to avoid the person or the the topic over and over again. And I've done that. I've remembered so many, many times. I even remember when I was in college and I was auditioning for this particular role in the orchestra. And I remember the, the, the conductor was basically saying, well, you know, I think you probably need some lessons and recommended someone to give me some lessons. And you know what I did? I decided that his advice was not worthy of my time. And I continued playing in last place and continued being mediocre because I believed I knew what to do. And it wasn't my dear, <laughs> taking advice and getting lessons. For a lot of us, and I'm and I'm in that box too, is I believe that I somehow know better and I can figure it out on my own. And that way, not only can I feel safe because nobody is going to make me feel uncomfortable, but I can do it on my own terms. And if that's you right now, like understand that it is hard to expose those open parts of ourselves that didn't quite feel okay, didn't feel as if that we could be vulnerable because we were afraid of being having our vulnerabilities used against us. And I understand what that is. And I dive a lot more in Amazing Agile. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below if you want to dive into deeper about how to understand the reasons why you're afraid of criticisms or why you have a hard time separating good advice from people that love and care about you from the people who have not been consistent in showing that they care about you and having their advice package and love and compassion are people that you've surrounded yourself that used you as their punching bag. Like I understand where all of those flavors come from because I definitely have been in situations and with people that questioned, helped, made me question my self-worth and my value. And as a result, I decided to hang around people who I thought made me safe, but they were just as damaged and broken as I was. And I just want to let you know that it's definitely a work in progress. And don't ever, 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 ever doubt for a second that that you don't 
deserve to be around people that love you and they want to help you and they're coming from a place of compassion. I think that's really the most important part of this conversation is that for a lot of us, our radar of who is speaking to us and why are they speaking to us? Are they speaking to us because they truly care about us? And you know that somebody cares about you when they do the sandwich thing. And let me explain what the sandwich thing is. It's where they they say, hey, look, I love you and I value you. And I see and you, they mention all the good things that you're doing. And then they add some advice about why there are certain things that need to be improved and perhaps how they how you can go about improving things and then ending with I really believe again that you are doing great things and I believe you and I just want to make sure that you understand this so we a lot of us haven't had the opportunity or we've been gifted with people who are emotionally secure in themselves to be able to constructively give feedback that's rooted in love and compassion and understanding. We've been so accustomed to people who just lash out out of anger, fear, insecurity, and we just think, well, if this is all I'm exposed to, I'm just going to check out either mentally or physically from the situation, or I'm just going to ignore them because this makes me feel wildly upset because I don't really know how to process what I'm hearing. So the best way is to run it and cover. And I want to let you know that if you're listening to this podcast and it's like, oh man, you're ringing doorbells. I want you to check out Amazing Edge. I want you to take, I want you to invest in yourself and and put an end to the yo-yoing back and forth of one foot forward, two steps back and not really feeling connections with the people that are around you. I think you deserve a lot better than what you've been exposing yourself to this. But I want to go back to this whole idea of advice and feedback. And I also believe, also believe that some people who say things and they say it out of maliciousness, I also believe that there is a little bit of gifting that can come from it. I'll never forget in the beginning of my business, I had somebody who was had some problems, <laughs> had some difficulties uh, communicating her needs. And she expressed her uh, discontent with some of my coaching materials and to the point of saying, well, I don't want to accept any advice from a coach that does uh, does not write or speak in the way that I like to. And I re- realized that while she was saying that out of her own frustration and her own anger and own issues, I realized that, my goodness, I can use this feedback which was meant to heart me, which to actually to my advantage, I could be more dis- deliberate in the things that I say. I could be, make sure I'm not saying ums and ahs. I can make sure that I take my time and have some people assist me with, with proofreading and other things of my business. I didn't have to do this solo. And I realized the reason why I had all these problems was because I was afraid of people giving me advice. I was afraid of not getting anything but stellar feedback, right? Does that sound familiar where it's a virtual, it's a vicious loop where we're continuing the same things over and over and over again. And we're wondering how do we get out? But we get out of these loops by making the decision. Decision means a cut. It means that we are not going back to what we have known, which has proven through his historical data and experience that not only this ain't working, if I was to be a hundred percent real, it never did work. Like it never did work. And who am I fooling? I'm not, I'm darn sure not fooling anybody else. 
let alone me, that this way of acting and doing and being is not only inefficient, it's actually blocking me from new opportunities and new ways to grow and new ways to understand myself and other people. Because I think that's the whole point of us communicating. I think that's the whole point of us being able to talk with others is to say, you know what? I really, really believe in myself. And if I believe in myself, I'm going to be around people and put myself in situations that help me grow. So I want to challenge you as you're listening to this podcast for a bigger and broader issue is are you allowing yourself opportunities to grow? Are you allowing yourselves opportunities to be around people that stretch you but don't break you? And when I mean break you, meaning that they every time you end a, a conversation with them, you feel much better than how you started it. That's how you know. That's how you absolutely know you're headed on the right track when you're talking with someone and it's like they imagine like you're you're driving a car and like every time like you're feeling low on energy. It's like they're they're gassing you up with goodness. And like it makes you feel good about yourself. And you feel pumped and ready to go. And imagine if you're on that road of life. And you're constantly being refueled and pumped up with people that love you. That have your best interests in mind. And they want to challenge you so you can go further and further on your journey. But talking with people who... Ha- are insecure, have their own fears, have their projecting their all their other issues onto you is almost as if like they're slashing your tire or they're throwing mud on your windshield or they're honking at you from the other side of the road and they're distracting you. Who the heck needs that? Who the heck needs to be around people who are so damaged, so broken, so insecure, they don't know anybody at any way else to make them feel good about themselves by trying to take you down. And I want you to think about this as you reflect on your family interactions, your personal interactions with your your partner or other people in your life and ask yourself, are these people building me up or they're tearing me down? But here's the thing, this gets a little bit more complicated because there's certain people who actually love you and they care about you and they want the best for you but they're human just like me just like you and as a result they don't give the best advice they don't quite know how to phrase in the right way because of their own limitations or their own brokenness and their own issue does that negate the advice well not necessarily it means that you have to put their advice through your own filtering mechanism, through your own, you got a beautiful brain, I want you to use it and ask yourself, are they saying, is advice solid, but it's just worded poorly? Is the advice solid, but they sit a little harshly because of their own issues? Maybe they're hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. I talk a lot about that amazing attitude about how to understand yourself so that you can be able to communicate better with yourselves and understand the world around you. If you are not really understanding how you're feeling emotionally, perhaps you are tired and someone's giving you good advice, but because of your own issues that going on, perhaps you're not in a great frame of mind to even receive the information. That's also applicable too. So I want you to have a lot of nuance as you're listening to me and don't 
have this as a one size fits all advice. Okay. I'll never forget. This is, this was totally bad advice that I got many years ago from my, one of my brothers and it was totally meant in love. I remember one day I was talking with my brother. I was still in college and I was like, Hey, I got this note from the IRS and it was about like filing taxes. And my brother said to me, <laughs> he, I'm laughing cause I just realized how absurd the advice is. But he said to me, you're a student and you're not making an in- income. Therefore you don't need a file. And I realized that that advice was totally erroneous on so many different levels like like we can't even count the ways of how bad advice that it was but i believe that my brother sent sent that message because a he was probably distracted and not thinking about things and b i needed to put through my filter did that make any sense but i was operating in a state of fear and anxiety so i just decided to help him to take his advice and i did it didn't file taxes i didn't file taxes for a couple of years and then one day i got a note from the irs saying hey you haven't filed in a couple of years. And I remember my heart sank and I, I, I envisioned being dragged away in handcuffs and thrown into jail because I was some type of burning Madoff scammer financial person, even though I was not even making that much money, To truth be told. But that's not the point. The point was because I was operating in fear, because I was operating in anxiety, right? I wasn't able to understand that despite the fear, despite the worry, there are people that can help me. And I remember as soon as I got that news, I was freaking out and getting, you know, anxious and all this stuff. And I remember just taking it to someone who files taxes. And she was like, Oh, this is simple. And she filed all the paperwork with me and she charged me $150. And she's like, you didn't make any money. Boom, boom, boom. Let's file this paperwork. You got to pay the, you don't even have to pay any late fees because you didn't make any money and we'll keep it moving. And I did, and I ended up just paying $150, but it was more than $150. It was like a weight off my shoulder because for all those years I was avoiding and evading and living in fear I could have had that revelation like years ago and been impeached. I think for a lot of people who are listening, this is beyond this whole idea of receiving advice. This is this whole idea of are we willing to walk in a spirit of tranquility and peace? Are we willing to allow someone to bless us so we can make better decisions so we don't have to be fearful, so we don't have to be anxious, so we don't have to be stumbling and fumbling and taking advice from people who are well-intentioned but flawed and are giving advice based on their own perception and their perceptions based on fears and anxiety. Are you feeling me? You're following me on this? I want you to really understand that for you right now, This whole business of being perfect is a mirage. We are always growing. We're always learning. We have to be lifelong learners. The reason why obviously you're listening to this podcast, the reason why we're spending our time with one another is because you want to grow. And that speaks so much to who you are and what separates you from so many other people in life. You're saying, I I don't want to stumble and fumble. I don't want to just figure it out on my own. I, I want a growth hack. I want to be able to see things differently than how I'm seeing it right now. And I'm willing to get out of my comfort zone. I'm willing to explore those possibilities 
And that's so amazing about you, right? And if you're listening, you're like, oh, snap, I something's got to change and I don't have the tool. Well, I mentioned amazing attitude as a growth hack. But also think about people or, or other mentors or other situations that can really enlighten you to certain things that you know can be improved upon. I'll never forget, you know, I remember talking with this one particular coach and he said to me, I, I automate almost everything, everything. I automate everything because I can't trust my memory. If something is routine and something is familiar and something that I can just have done, I automate it because it just allows my brain to be freed up. And I remember when someone gave me that advice, I remember hearing that from somewhere else before and I dismissed it because I didn't trust the person because I didn't believe that they had my intentions at heart. But when I heard it again, when I was receptive and ready to receive it, automate things, simplify things, gosh, my gosh, the heavens opened up. Like, for example, I just think about even with certain clients, you know, I send certain like scheduled messages and it is and they say oh wow thanks Denise like oh thanks for the reminder on this certain thing or thanks for this this message it's very timely well you know what it's timely because I scheduled it how many times have we been giving advice but because we haven't been able to remove the desire of being perfect to actually be blessed by information like these parts these people have given advice that they have learned from their own lessons learned and my goodness they're saving us time they're saving us headache they're helping us to strategize our, our how we work how can I not take this advice? So I want you, if nothing else that you gain from our time with one another, I want you to understand that by you taking advice from somebody else does not negate by any means your ability to learn and grow and explore, okay? I don't want you to believe in like, well, I can't, I can't take this advice because I don't want to feel weak or I don't want to feel ashamed. Actually, the strongest people are the people who actually take advice from more experienced because they'll be able to share share with you things that they had to learn through the trenches, through all the hard experiences. All right, let's kind of recap everything that we talked about. I think for a lot of us, we want to avoid being seen as weak or being an imbecile or dumb. And we 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 tried to isolate ourselves from advice because we have received so much bad advice from people who didn't care about us or perhaps they did care about us but but they had their own issues perhaps they had their own things that they were going on in their their life and that didn't mean that you couldn't learn but it takes you your ability to be able to recognize how can I implement the advice that makes sense for me right now? And I don't want you operating in fear and shame and embarrassment and thinking as if you have to have everything perfect because we are all walking in the same journey of life. But I'll tell you this, making sure that we're not going to have people alongside us that sabotage us, that criticize us, that belittle us, that constantly try to make us feel bad because of their own issues. Now, we can basically take what they say into context and see if there's any validity to it, there's any grain of truth, but you're going to have to don't throw out the baby lung with the bathwater. Just throw out the junk that doesn't make sense for you. But I don't want you to ever feel as if you can't 
explore those parts of you where you know that needs improvement. Okay, I want you to be brave about that. I also want you to know that if you have those unresolved issues, if you have those things, I want you to check out Amazing Attitude. So, because I think you need to be exploring that more in depth because you need to make sure that you're not operating, repeating old themes that you saw was modeled from your parents or your uh, co workers or associates that you thought was normal but was really dysfunctional. Then you owe it to yourself. And lastly, I just want to say that always make sure that as you're receiving it, ask yourself, how can I use this for my betterment? How can I use what I'm receiving? I gave you the example earlier about automation. Like I took that to heart. I rejected it when I first heard it. But now that I see the wonder of it, well, that is it. As always, I enjoy hearing back from you. Write me a podcast at Denise Hugh Lee if you'd like to get in con- with, contact with me. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. You are meant to do higher things. I believe in you. So just keep at it. All right. Take care and be awesome.